Hi, this is Angela Fairbanks, the Spirit-Led Mama, and the verse that we are going to tackle today is Deuteronomy 10, 16, which says, therefore, change your hearts and stop being stubborn. The title of this blog post is, I know I shouldn't, but we hate change, don't we? We all have these horrible habits that we would like to change, but we really don't know how. We all have that thing that we should or shouldn't be doing. Maybe your bad habit is a vice, or maybe it's an attitude, or maybe even a habitual sin that you just won't let go of, but we all have some horrible habits. So we wake up in the morning with this fresh idea that we're going to squash this bad habit today. That's it. We've had enough. No more. But what happens is that these bad habits have a way of showing up again and again when we are at our weakest moments. And we've all heard that, it's, that it, people say that it takes 21 days to change a habit or to form a new one, but I recently read an article that challenges that and says that this notion is actually a bogus one. And quite frankly, I, I agree with the article. And uh, here's what I'm going to quote for you. Most people believe that habits are formed by completing a task for 21 days in a row. 21 days of task completion, then voila, a habit is formed. Unfortunately, this could not be further from the truth. The 21-day myth began as a misinterpretation of Dr. Maxwell Maltz's work on self-image. Maltz did not find that 21 days of task completion forms a habit. People wanted it to be true so much, however, that the idea began to grow in popularity. And I got that information from Forbes.com. It was a, an article by Jason Selk back in 2013. So in my opinion, breaking an old habit or forming a new one requires strength beyond our own. And it takes an injection from the Holy Spirit to fix me. Can I pray and voila, have the bad habit go away? No, it's actually not that, that easy. I still have to do the work. However, I can pray for strength and wisdom to get through this and I will be granted that. <clears throat> Our bad habits, they can feel good, can't they? That is, there's a temporary high that you get from doing the bad habit. But that is sometimes quickly followed by the bad stuff. I should probably say most often followed by the bad stuff, which we all know is guilt, shame, the expanding waistline, etc. And so we're going to look at Deuteronomy 10.16 in a couple different ways. Uh, the King James, or New King James, uh, has it listed as, therefore change your hearts and stop being stubborn. Excuse me, New King James, New King James reads, therefore circumcise the foreskin of your heart and be stiff-necked no longer. It's the New Living Translation that says, therefore change your hearts and stop being stubborn. So have you ever thought about your bad habit as being a sin? Well, maybe it is and maybe it isn't, and that's between you and God, and that's not for me to judge that. But according to this verse, God is requesting me to change my heart and stop being stubborn. So when you read the King James Version, <clears throat> therefore circumcise the foreskin of your heart and be stiff-necked no longer, that is, uh, that's a little painful to read. 
So we all know what circumcision is. And although, of course, I've never gone through the procedure personally, um, what we normally think of when we hear the word circumcision, I can still say that's got to hurt. I'm wondering if possibly this passage is telling me that my habit change is not always going to be easy, that it's going to require some pain on my part as I make my necessary changes. God required all male Israelites to be circumcised, but he wanted them to go beyond performing the surgery to understand its meaning. So God wanted them to not only submit with their body, but to also submit in their hearts. He wants this inside circumcision for all of us, male or female. If we submit our hearts to God, then we can begin to imitate God's love, which will help us in all of our relationships and in our habits. Once your heart has been cleansed and you have reconciled yourself with God, then you will begin to see some changes in the way you treat yourself as the way you treat others. That bad habit can be replaced by a good one. So let's say that you have a problem with sugar. So is eating sugar sin? Of course not. But if you have diabetes and you're not, and you're not supposed to be consuming any sugar, then that definitely is a habit that you need to change. God wants us to be healthy and flourish inside and out. And we know it, but now we have to actually do it. So one of my most annoying habits is that I overanalyze to the point of paralyzing myself. I can have an idea. I can roll that around and around and around and around in my head and also on paper. I can even write out my action steps that I need to do in order to bring the idea to fruition, but then I just stop. So I have this bad habit of procrastinating with paperwork that I don't want to do. <clears throat> the things I want to do, that's no problem. So let me give you a practical example. I've needed to put together this concise, easy-to-read spreadsheet that outlines all of my clients' billings, how much they pay me, the dates they pay me, what they're paying me each month, etc. I've thought through this again and again as to the way that I should do this to make it as legible and understandable as possible. Now, I know all of this data, and I have all of this data recorded, but if something were to happen to me, there's no way that my son, who's also my business partner, would be able to step in and keep the invoicing running seamlessly without this concise list. So it's just an absolute daunting task to me to sit down and do this. So I have been procrastinating this and shuffling it over from one to-do list to the next one to the next one for, for months now. What I need to do is just take the three hours and sit down and do it. I need to break this dumb habit of procrastinating the work that I don't want to do. So it dawned on me this morning that I have never prayed about this bad habit. I have also never thought of it as needing to be circumcised from my heart until today. And God was clear to me, change my heart and stop being stubborn. So I thought about an action list for changing a bad habit that I'm going to try to start following. And, and here it is. I put together 10 steps. Number one, pray and acknowledge that God is the ultimate author of our life and give him the admiration that he deserves. 
God loves it when we praise him. Number two, confess that part of me that I'm struggling with, whether that's an addiction, a habit, a behavior, or an attitude that needs to be changed. Number three, ask God to change me and to remove that from my life and replace it with a habit or a behavior and attitude that will be glorifying to him. Number four, start walking in faith that God will change my heart. Number five, do the work. Recognize that it is essential and for my own good to change whatever my issue is. And so Deuteronomy 10.13 says, And you must always obey the Lord's commands and decrees that I am giving you today for your own good. Step number six, get emotional. Ask myself how I will feel if I continue on with this habit of procrastinating paperwork as our example, and how I will feel if I stop doing this habit and get my paperwork done. In my example, I would feel like I'm carrying around this cumbersome, ugly load for another three months, or I could feel relieved and satisfied if I didn't procrastinate any longer and just did it. Number seven, let myself imagine how much better I will feel in a year having this habit changed or my task completed. Number eight, acknowledge, this is a tough one, acknowledge that I'm actually being disobedient to God by not making this change. Again, he has told me to change my heart and stop being stubborn. Number nine, thank God all along the way for strengthening me and giving me the power to overcome this. And lastly, number 10, pray daily that the Holy Spirit will nudge me when I'm about to backslide, possibly find an accountability partner or an accountability group that I can talk to to help me with preventing backsliding. We all do well better when we have someone that we're accountable to. So I'm going to start putting these 10 steps into use today, and I would encourage everyone to examine their lives and their hearts and see if there's anywhere that God is wanting you to change and then do it. And God will reward our obedience.